welcome back to the Ugly Truth Podcast, man. Hey, we got some big news to share. We finally hit 1K, crossed over that threshold. Shout out to all the supporters, everybody rocking with us, man. We really appreciate it. Yes, yes. Thank you for tapping in, y'all. We really appreciate y'all. Just a piggyback off what Kiso said, but hey, man, like I said, we see y'all listening. Don't be afraid to hit that like button and go ahead and share that. Tell your folks. No lie. Tell your barbershop, send it to your cousin. You know, that fat that fat man that walked down the street that let his dog poop <laughs> in your yard every time he walked past. Let him oh, know. Let the mailman know. Come on now. And we got QR codes on the way, so y'all stay tuned for that. And we planning on doing a giveaway. I know y'all like free shit, so don't be afraid to tap into that. How y'all doing today? Well, I'm good. Another day on this earth. I feel it, bro. My grandma turned 75 yesterday. Happy birthday. You feel me? For sure. That's what's up, man. While we on the topic of families, bro, this week I want to touch on relationships in the black community with our fathers, bro. And what I mean by that is just how unstable a lot of the relationships are from what I've seen and from all the different stories that I've heard from every, from a lot of people that I've encountered. It's like a lot of us experience the same things with our father. And why is that? And how can we change that? So what you saying? We got daddy issues? I know what it sounds like. You might have to call it. You might have to call it like it is. I mean, okay. So we got that. What y'all think? <laughs> I mean, how how were y'all relationships with y'all fathers growing up? Was it all peach and peach and cream, or was it what it was like? I mean, I wouldn't say mine was peaches and creams, but I also wouldn't say I had no like real big issues with my father. Like he he always stayed in my life, always remained in my life, but. I felt like as my father, like him and my mom never got married. They were barely together when I was even a, a small kid. So I felt like okay. he could have done more to not really try to be in my life, but he knew me and my mom didn't really get along, but he just wanted to keep the peace between him and her. So he kind of, even though he had full custody of me, he kind of let my mom be the, the primary guardian. Even what? though. Okay. Yeah. Cause he, the thing is, he didn't want to start no, you know, no issues or whatever. Cause they already they went to court and everything, and he ended up winning full custody of me. But he didn't want to start no issues between him and my mom, and I also didn't like my stepmom neither. So me and her had we had beef. So I had had pretty much no choice but to go stay with my mom. Damn. So I mean, the only issue I would say is that. I wish he would kind of stick up more for his kids. You know, he he'll voice his opinion, but he won't really act much on it, really. Mm. And you think that's out of just that's out of just trying, trying to, to keep take the, the high road? Really. Okay, so you yeah, think he was just taking the high road to avoid conflict. Mm-hmm. Nah, me, can nah, you blame I was, him for that? This, I can't blame him, but it's like. I kind of wonder because growing up with my mom, my mom was strict to the point where I couldn't even play high school sports until I was a junior in high school. I ain't start playing football until my junior year. 
I know with my father, it would have been totally different. I'd have been playing sports since day one. But my mom, yeah. it was like, nah, you got to come home and watch your little brothers and do this and do that and take the chicken out of the freezer and all this extra shit. Nigga, act like he had to so, take the chicken out of the freezer all day. Every day, bro. It was an issue every day. On repeat, bro. Just on repeat. Open the exactly. Freezer. Bad to bad. So I feel like I feel like I would have I would have definitely grew up a lot differently if I would have stayed with my father like throughout my whole life. But I mean, I I still every like I it was not like I couldn't find him or couldn't contact him or anything like that. But mm-hmm. so would you say our relationship was fair, good? It was good. That's we good. had a good relationship. Yeah. Okay. Aw. Mm, fuck all that. I just, what about so how you? What? Hold on. I got a quick question for it though. Like, so how? So how you think that make you a man today? I want to be better than him. Like, not saying he was a bad father or anything, but I just want to be better and do better as a father than he did. You know. And I would kind of want that for my son to, to be a better father than myself one day. So it's like, I know I know there was a lot of things my father could have done better, which I'm going to try to do with my kids. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. I feel it. AJ, talk to me, baby. <clears throat> I think uh, even to this day, bro, like, I mean, not to, I'm trying to like, Trying to say it the best way I can, bro. But like between me and my father, like our relationship is good, fair. Like everybody that fought their father or whatever. Like we all remember that day. Like I strapped my father when I was like seventeen. That's why everything turned. So I think like throughout my life, it was just like it was a over bearing need for him to like teach us lessons he learned or like even even like going through things like it's just like all right bro well, i went through that it ain't really no real advice for it. or like you really need some help like you really ain't got nobody to go to because i grew up with my father and my mother but it was like it was like he knew things, but he worked all his life. And she knew things, too, but she had to work all her life, too. So now, as a grown man, like, I try to make sure I'm present enough to, like, interact and know what's in my children's head. Because, I mean, I can remember me and Dan throwing some cinnamon and sugar on a slice of white bread. And making it happen, you feel me? Even though you know what I'm saying, like we could have ate, but we just had to like use our own imagination, making different meals and stuff like that. So I don't know, bro. I ain't really don't have anything bad to say on the mic. You know what I'm saying? My dad didn't show me a whole lot, but it's like a whole lot of stuff that I don't want to be, if that makes sense. Like. I get told a lot that no, nah, that don't make sense. I, I'm I'm about to explain this. So like, he just showed me a lot as far as like what he want to pursue in life, but obviously it didn't equal out to our relationship being great. 
You know what I'm saying? Like some people, some people can like, for example, I worked with this dude, you know, he was working like 10 hours a day. But like I literally watched this dude call his son every two hours. Like he was like something was wrong with him, but he was literally just calling him just to like chop it up with him. And I ain't never had that. Like I can go weeks without now, like I can go weeks without even getting a text from my father. It's even when some beef come up, it's like, well, you don't never talk to me. Like we be childish with each other. And it's like counterproductive to any type of relationship. So I don't know, man. Like that's what I mean by you know showing me a lot, but it's like negative traits that I don't wanna I don't wanna inherit. You know what I'm saying? Like to be worried about like you should always be worried about your children. Yeah. You always check on your children. My grandma called me like every three days. My mother you know she here with me, like she check on me all the time, make sure I'm good. But I mean, as far as me and him, like we'll pop in on each other probably once a month. But then it's like everything be fake. Like nothing ever stops. Like we, we get together, we chop it up a little bit, we cool. He give me some game. We never like finish out the conversations ever, but it's like we, we sit and chop it up, everything be cool, but then everything goes back to normal. So, I don't know. I mean, I get told I have a lot of these traits. Like, I worry about more myself and being successful than the shit that really matters, if that makes sense. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, bro, super, super successful. But if your relationships on the ground floor ain't sturdy, then – I mean, who are you? So, I mean, do I you think, think that saying. you get what he's saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> what I'm saying, bro? Come on, <laughs> nah, bro. From the, from the outside looking in, though, it sounds like y'all have a lot of similarities that may kind of be hindering that cohesion in the relationship, if you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we both we both want the same thing. It's like, but it's one of them things, hold on, let me see. It's one of them things, bro, like I said earlier, like Uncle Sam raised me, right? Nothing before Yeah. Nothing before the military was like, I learned a couple of things, like even through high school, that was like, get it on your own. And then okay. at some point in life, it was like I saw everybody else dad for advice and information, but for my own, you know what I'm saying? And like the, the last thing that we had even talked about before I joined the military was like, bro, I'm going to school, I'm paying student loans, whatever, whatever, like. It was like in one ear and out the other. That's why I had joined the Navy, and he wasn't with that. Like, to him, I was throwing my life away, but that was the best thing I could have done. Like, network is my net. My network is crazy right Mm -hmm. now. Like, I know a stupid amount of people outside of Charlotte. So, 
don't know, man. Like that shit wasn't. That shit wasn't. I don't know. I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> you said he was mad that you joined the Navy. He felt like you was throwing your life away. That's, you nah, know, fat, but you I know, was. I but was. Now, nah, what popped in my head was he say that, but he pull up with the Desert Tans at KJ birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> Bro had Desert Tan bottles and then the, the woodland top. <laughs> Bro was so trash. Hey, his shirt was ashy, but the bottom was straight. <laughs> but uh, oh. do you feel that you and your pops will ever get to the point where y'all could sit down and put all the differences out there on the table and then Start to rebuild y'all relationship. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, we do that little by little. Like my dad's, he he's moving to South Africa, so I mean, on one side of it, it's like, bro, we sit down, we have breakfast, lunch, or whatever, we chop it up, and uh, we hash things out a little bit. Like I said, bro, be so busy, and then I be so busy. Like, nothing is done. So, I don't know. Like, bro, so, he's so success-minded. Like, from 2020 vision, I could see, like, what he's doing for me and my brother, though. So, I don't be tripping about none of that. I don't need to. I was raised to not, I was raised to not need, like, verification from him, if that makes sense. Like, I don't need verification for anybody. I just... Validation. Validation, verification. Yeah, I don't need validation from him to know that he he loved me or he got love for me. You know what I'm saying? So he does things to be successful so that when he not here anymore, me and my brother can have some. You know what I'm saying? So I don't be tripping. It's just like I wish the communication was was better because it makes it makes everything worse and like what's worse is my mother and father stayed together until I got to San Antonio like I ain't even found out until I got checked into uh Jackie Hall that they wasn't together anymore so you said Jackie Janky. Yeah, that was, oh, that was, they said Jackie. Oh, heard that. Nah, Jake, Janky Hall. Like when I checked Janky, into Janky, Janky Hall, bro, like that's when I found out my parents wasn't together no more. So I mean, I'll still be salty about these things, bro. You know, people just hold on to stuff they should let go. That's yeah. how. I yeah. And question: You said y'all communication ain't good. What do you mean by that? Like he doesn't express himself to you well. Nah, I mean if he if he feels some type of way. At all, like he'll tell my mother for you to me. But we got phones. So like me and my mother relationship, y'all know, like we chillin'. She'll tell me anything. So she'll say, Oh well, you said, you know, you ain't do this, this, and this. I'm like, I get mad and then I'll think like, well, I really didn't do that. So I'll be I'll try to be the bigger person to reach out and, and do what I need to do. Cause in reality, we in the same city, man. Like I think at the end of the day, I remember how short life is. And I, I just be like, bro, it ain't even worth stressing about, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of childhood trauma, you know, like 
I used to meet so many homies with no dad. And like, they was well taken care of. Like, they ain't stressed for nothing. They could talk to their mother for anything. But I'm in the crib with two parents and I always felt lost. I was seeking anything. Like, game banging was cool. Doing anything was cool. Doing shit you ain't supposed to do is definitely cool when you can't go home and like feel anything. You know what I'm saying? Not not a not in a bad way, but like you so disconnected with everybody in your house, you just really ain't got anything else to seek, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm afraid for y'all. What you mean? Hold on, we ain't done here now. Peace out. What's up with you, bro? You got what's your daddy issues looking like, bro? Man, his daddy issues worse than all of us. <laughs> I mean, so going back, like from Jump Street. <clears throat> so my mom got with my stepdad when I was like 18 months. So, like coming up, it was a lot of interaction with my stepdad from, you know, as far back as I can remember. And then you start get like from the early like toddler days and shit. And then thinking back to like elementary days. It kind of was split. So my dad got married to my stepmom, and then my mom got married to my stepdad. So it was like two separate families. And then they both had more kids from their new spouses. So I was kind of like in the middle, if that makes sense. See what I'm saying? So like in both houses, I was the half child. So it's kind of like you ain't really fully fit in. Yeah, in either one. So he he the black obviously. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, like with my mom, it felt more natural because that's just where I always was. And me and my stepdad actually had a more intimate. I don't know if that's the word to use. That shit sound creepy. But we had more <laughs> of like a intimate. Nah, I don't like that word. <laughs> we had more of like a personal connection. There you go. had an intimate connect. No, nah, you had a, a, a better relationship. Y'all had a better yeah, relationship. We had yeah. a better personal relationship. So but he never like pushed me to, you know what I'm saying? I always call him by his first name, but he, he literally like taught me how to pee in the toilet, bro. 18 months old. Like did like from the jump. So he kind of was more like let's see. This is on the record too. But um I mean it's <laughs> This shit is called the ugly truth for a reason. So I'm gonna just keep it above. Like he felt more of a father figure to me because all those lessons and you know what I'm saying, the, the things that I learned, some of the characteristics and shit that I picked up, you know, came from from seeing those interactions. Like when I would go to my father's house for the weekend, bro, this man to grab me and my my other brother, who was the half brother in the house too, my older brother, he'd get us probably like once every nine and once a quarter felt like. And then he'll literally drop us off to his mom's house, which is my grandma. And then we wouldn't see him until it was time for him to pick us up. And he'll literally just like roll the windows down, smoke weed the whole time, and like ask us how we doing in school. He don't even know what grade we're in. Like this motherfucker <laughs> don't even know what I like. He don't even know what the fuck's going on with us, bro. Like he literally just pick us up just to say he saw his kids, bro. And he'll be out clubbing the whole time. And then he'll like you know smoke a blunt, take us to Foot Locker. Get us a pair of shoes, get us outfit, and then take us back home. And that was our interaction with him for three, four months. 
see you in another three, four months. But it flipped for me when I was in sixth and seventh grade because sixth grade, my father went to a federal prison. And in seventh grade, my stepfather went to state prison. So that's like, <laughs> that's kind of when shit went uh, south for me. So behaviorally, that's just when I turned to, you know, smoking weed, fucking pills, all kind of shit, like sixth, seventh grade. So we was out there, you know. I see why you like Juice World so damn much. Yeah. Like stealing shit, breaking their houses, and fucking just to get money, just doing bad shit. Because my mom was always working, and my dad's was <laughs> in, the, in the pen. So whatever went on the block, bro, we was with it. We just turned. So I don't know. And then they got out of prison. I was a grown man, so it wasn't nothing they could really fucking tell me at that point. And it was it was too late to repair the relationship because my stepfather, he went to Max. And then he was in Lake Butler, all those crazy ass places. So his mind like wasn't there coming out, bro. Like he he just seen too much shit. Like he was hallucinating and seeing ghosts and demons and shit. Like he had to he had to go crazy like crazy house. And then my dad, shit, that nigga got out and went right back to doing what he was doing before. So we <laughs> you never see him. So and then, like, after I joined the Navy and shit, started going back home, that's when we started, like, talking more shit as I was an adult. And, like, our communication was just off because he felt like I'm your father, like, not bow down to me, but, like, he wanted... He thought you... Go ahead. He wanted, like, that automatic respect bro and i was at a point like bro i raised myself bro like yeah i'm gonna respect you as far as like being an elder and shit like that but you don't get that like a hundred percent complete dominance and like obedience from me bro like we're gonna have to you know what i'm saying you gotta earn my respect bro because i'm not gonna just do whatever the fuck you say just because at this point you just another dude to me and he he really hated that he was like oh i tried to I'm like how you try bro you you don't went to prison how many times you're doing the same shit. You never worked a job a day in his life, bro. My father has never worked a legal job one day in his life. And then it just got worse and worse, bro, because he he refused to like accept that. And I'm like, bro, you went to prison for all these years. Like, you got to catching up to do it. It's not on me to catch up. I'm the child. Like, you're the parent. You gotta catch up, bro. And the shit just went downhill from there, and then it just turned to threats and physical shit. We never fought, but it just turned out to, like, he'll hit me up randomly when he get drunk, because he drank every day, party every day, do all that shit, bro. He only raised the kids he got in his own house. Every day, my daddy drank, bro. Every fucking day. So, like, he'll get drunk and text me, like, bro, you a real fuck, nigga. Like, you don't be trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't be Showing me, you be acting like other motherfuckers raised you. Like, bro, you wasn't there. Like, how did you raise me? Like, motherfucker, I wrote cars and letters and like, <laughs> motherfucker, I ain't raising nobody writing jail cards and shit. Like, this motherfucker missed birthday cards and shit. You get the birthday cards six months late because he forgot. At least you got them. You know what I'm saying? But my stepdad, I got his prison cards on time every year. Damn. I mean, so it's like, come on, life, life is a marathon, man. It ain't a sprint. 
And he was uh, paying commissary, bro. I used to get like the motherfucking hand drawn cards and shit, because I know he couldn't draw. So he'll get like, <laughs> some noodles and shit, some soups and shit. I get a little motherfucking drawing fake football men and shit on the cards and all that little shit. So <laughs> and that, that was from your stepdad? Yeah, bro. So like that's what my birthday gifts used to consist of, bro. It was like prison cards and little fucking Whatever little hand jams or shit they can make in prison. And <laughs> little hand jams. <laughs> like they'll make a little fucking origami fucking something. You know what I'm saying? Like real deal prison hey, shit. It's bro. a thought that counts though. Yeah. It is. So I feel you like know what I'm saying? I feel like so since you had that that stepfather who was more of a father figure than your actual dad was, do you feel like that's why you're more critical of your your pops right now? Nah, I think. Me and him always been able to like put my stepdad out of out of the relationship and our bonds really just being between us. I think I really my, my problem with him is one, he won't fucking grow up. Like you still doing the same shit. You're not taking care of my younger siblings because they got nobody to turn to in the house. And then you get mad because they the same age I was, sixth, seventh grade, they smoking weed to turn to the streets. Like, bro, you go out every night till four or five in the morning. You don't wake up until the middle of the day, and then by the time they get from school, you're going again. Like, you're not raising your kids, bro. Like, you want everybody to be so obedient. That's his thing. He a prison dude. He grew up in the prison thing. Like, he the big dog. He the alpha. Like, no motherfucker's not bowing down to you, bro, if you're not raising us. Like, I'm sorry. So how you... Now that you, now that you, you know, twenty seven years old, you just had a birthday. Happy birthday! How do you, like, how do you change that narrative now that you have a son? So how you, how you do things different? As far as communicating with my dad, or how I plan to do things different with my son? How you plan to do things different with your son? Well, one is really just be present, bro. Like my worst nightmare is getting myself into a predicament where I won't be able to be there in the house, like for him the way I wanted my father or my stepfather to be. So that's really, that's where, that's really number one goal, bro, is just stay, you know, maintain my freedom and just stay present physically. So that's where I start. And then from there, when I am present physically, you know, just try to build an intimate relationship and, you know, just teach them the little things, man. Like, this is a lot of shit I don't know because I missed out on so much. But, you know, just start small, man. Just teach them the little things that I do know. You know, build up an intimate relationship and just see where it go from there. Because, like I said, I don't really know how to be a dad because I never really had one. So, I just do what I think is what you're supposed to do. Right. You don't want to um, emulate what the past was. Yeah, so I just be there every day, man. Just, you know, tell him I love him and shit. That's one thing, too. My dad never tell you he love you unless he fucking real drunk. And then, <laughs> Sound like that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get you probably get that like once a year out of him, bro, because he, he's so hard. Like, he don't ever want to show emotions or any of that shit. And I'm like, bro, you're not in prison no more. Like, you could tell your kids you love them. Like, I ain't with all that mushy shit, man. Like, tighten up. Like see, that. come see. on. See, that's then that's the problem. That that right there, that I ain't with that soft shit tighten up. I'm pretty sure a lot of our dads had that same attitude. 
Like I'm not even just talking about us four. I'm talking about just in general. So it's like that low key, like in my eyes, that low key affects the way we handle our relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. Because you know you can't be vulnerable with them no more. Yeah. Right. But no, I'm talking about I'm talking about our relationships with, with other people. Uh, yeah, with, our, with other people like our our significant others and shit like the hell. Even your own kids coming up because you could the way your dad treated you, you could treat your kid the same way. Mm-hmm. It'd be like that, you know. But it's like we gotta we gotta break that cycle, especially as being black fathers, man. Because black fathers are known for not being in their kids' lives, but in recent years, you know. There are a lot of, you know, black men in the household with their kids, teaching them the right ways. With, with other people, kids too. Shit, yeah, he goes. Yeah, that's as I hear, you know, coming in. But, but BJ, where you at with your with your daddy issues? Because <laughs> your stepdad, from what I know, stepped up and was that that father to you. Yeah, but y'all know me. You know, I ain't fucking with no single mom. But shout out to my <laughs> stepdad. For fucking with a single mom. <laughs> Boy, you a contradiction. <laughs> a walking contradiction. But uh, you know, y'all seen y'all seen Austin Powers in Goat member, right? I remember that one yeah. song when he was like, Daddy wasn't there. That's my life, man, cause <laughs> my dad. Man. Bro. I don't even know where to start, bro. My parents, they had a rocky relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I'd say when I was like, well, after I turned five, their relationship started getting rocky and whatnot. And, you know, there'd be times where I like watch my dad like cuss my mom out about some shit, or they would like get physical with each other and whatnot. But I don't think he really. Like black her eye or bust her lip or anything like that, but it's it still like put hands on her, you know, like push her and all that shit. And the only person to be able to take me out of that was my uncle when he wasn't away with the army and whatnot. My uncle on my dad's side, because mm-hmm. I don't know. You th- you think about you know if you had a sister and her man was putting hands on her, treating her dirty. I'm pretty sure y'all motherfuckers would have would have stepped to him. Y'all would y'all would y'all probably would have put some hands on him or whatnot. Mm-hmm. My mom's my mom's brothers they weren't on that. My mom got four brothers, they weren't on that type of time. What they was pussy? I don't know what it was. Um, two, two, two of them was in jail. So okay, and so the other, two of them. but but the the two that I feel like would have did something to my dad, put hands on my dad, they was in jail. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, oh, he got lucky. The G's went out. Yeah. yeah. Nah, the other two were scared. They were like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to go to jail. That's what it was. Shit. Yeah, they lasted twice. <laughs> fuck that. But, yeah, man, you know, like, he, he would call my mom a bitch and all that, you know. And then at the tender age of seven, I caught him cheating on my mom, like, with my mom. Like, me and my mom caught him in the act. Oh, I'm about to say. I'm like, oh, thank you for clarifying. I was confused. Yeah. I'm like, how you caught your dad you cheating on your mom it. with your mom? Like, what? Yeah, the, but so okay, I get what you yeah, they caught him in the act and whatnot. And you know, that night, my mom, you know, she she was mad. She was like, I knew it all this time. This da da da. Cause my dad was coming home late. My dad, see, my, 
I'm Haitian. So, you know, there's some Haitian bands out there, whatnot. My dad was part of one. This little Haitian band called Shadow Band. But, you know, he was their lead guitarist and whatnot. And so, you know, back in that time, you know, 90s, you know what I'm saying? Them hoes love loved himself a little good guitarist, you know, lead guitarist and whatnot. So he was he'd be he'd be on the road and whatnot. You know, playing all these shows, and you know, you know, I ain't got. Oh, he wasn't these. in the basement. Papa, he was, Papa was a Rolling career. Stone. Yeah, Papa was a Rolling Stone for Haiti. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he but, wasn't in like a basement band. He was in a real band. Yeah, he was in a real band. Like that was one of the most famous famous bands, like in, from in Haiti. But oh wow, yeah, man. My mom, my mom slapped the shit out of him that night, and then my dad grabbed the knife and like held it up to her throat and shit like that. But luckily, there was like other people in that house at that time, so they stopped him from doing something that he might have regret for the rest of his life. So hold on, hold on, hold on. So there was people in the house when your dad was cheating on your mama. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, but um, you know, fast forward, you know, divorce, all that shit, and then I moved to North Carolina. So my dad stopped paying child support and all that. He owes a lot of child support when I think about it. But you know, yeah. But my mom was on that independent black woman shit. I don't need your money. I can do this by myself. So she did, and. The last time I saw my dad, I was 12 years old before I recently saw him back in 2019. Nah, 2018, because Bryson was still a baby. But I saw him, he picked me up from school and dropped me off at home. But the school was goddamn like a five minute walk away from my house in Connecticut. So I didn't spend that much time with him. So I ain't seen him since and until 2018. And I had to like, Basically, like, just confront him about, you know, all the shit that he did in front of me, like, how he treated my mom and shit like that, or just not even being there for me, you know? Like, the only time he would show up is to, like, beat me if I got in trouble at school. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, he really wasn't there. Like, my uncle, which is his younger brother, like, he did a lot. He did a lot of things that a father should do for his kid. So you'd have thought, that's why Kyla's middle name is Wallace. Because he basically was like a dad to me. Like he would pick me up from my, because my, we lived in a studio apartment. Like my mom, my dad, and me. And I used to sleep on the floor in that studio apartment. And then, so he would pick me up, bring me to the Bronx with him, and then taught me how to ride a bike, taught me how to do all this and that and shit, like, build some character, you know? That's probably why I act like him sometimes in some situations and shit like that. And I appreciate him. I love him. You know, I wish him the best. But I feel like because the way that my dad acted, like, I sometimes act the same way towards my wife. And I'm going to therapy for that, so I cannot do that. Because for a while, my relationship was heading down the toilet. And normally, I wouldn't give a fuck. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, that's just chalk it up as an L. That's another bitch. Bitches come and go. Like, it be like that, you know? But when you really, like, care about someone, you really want to be with someone, you're going to do whatever you got to do to work shit out. So so you think you picked up negative traits from your father? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Like, But also, I also want you to clear the air. When you said... You started acting like him towards your girl. You, we, you're not talking about the holding a knife to throw the. Nah, 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 nah. Okay, nah. Just, nah, my daughter, don't do that. Don't want, want you to clear the air. Okay. Nah, it'd be more like uh, you know, lashing out, like calling her out her name. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've done it before. I ain't proud of it. But you know, just like saying like mean things to her, not giving a fuck on how she feel about it. You know. And, you know, especially, like, after she had Kyler and Bryson, she fell into postpartum depression. So I damn sure wasn't giving a fuck about what the fuck she had going on. I, that's why I was on the game, like, 24-7. Like, because I didn't care. But, you know, something clicked for me. And I was like, nah, man, I can't. Like, if I, if I said that, if I love this woman like I said I do, then I need to put my best foot forward to be a better man be a better father to my kids because I don't want to do the same thing that my dad did to me and do to them. Mm-hmm. And that just came to you spontaneously? like, Or that kind of came off from the signs and symptoms she was presenting and kind of woke you up? What she was presenting kind of woke me up because she told me that she didn't want to be with me no more and she gave me back the engagement ring. So... Mm-hmm. I was like, well, at first I was like, all right, you ain't getting this shit back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, then I, but then I was yeah. like, you know, I done did my fair share of cheating mm-hmm. on my past girlfriends and all that. You know, I feel like I got that from my dad. You know, fucking around with Or you just a piece of shit. I'd like to think I got that from my father. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, you know, so I'm like, man, I can't do this. Like, because I don't cut off, you know, hoes. I don't fucking cut off, like, ex-girlfriends that be still trying to holler. Like, I got a girlfriend now. Like, I got a fiance. I love her. I want to see where this shit goes. And here we are, seven years later, two kids. I can't complain. But... I damn sure can't complain that we go to therapy and talk shit out, you know, because she has her faults. I have my faults, but I don't even know, bro. Like, I I always preach, like, people should go to therapy, especially couples, because it ain't that bad. Like, a lot of couples be trying to put that shit off, you know, or some people, especially, like, in the black community, they won't be trying to go to therapy and all that. But it's really, it's really, like, therapeutic. It's really fun sometimes. And, like, you can really, like, get shit off your chest. Because mm-hmm. those past few years, I had a lot on my chest about her. She had the same. So we hashed it out and, you know, had a moderator or a mediator or whatever you want to call it. And we, like, take the steps, you know. We, like, you know, recollate our exercises that we've done in therapy, you know, instead of saying it this way. Why don't you say it like this? Why don't you wear it like this? Because that's my main fault in my relationship. The way I say things, it come off as an asshole. 
So yeah. I'm the same way I ain't even lie to you. Yeah, it'd be like that, bro. <laughs> it come off as an asshole. So my therapist told me like you need to like like stop and breathe and think about how you about to say it and don't say it that way. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Man, I've been doing that. It's been working. You know, I ain't been like I've been having more patience with my kids. But my dad didn't have patience with me, you know, because Bryson be wearing my patience thin. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I just be, I've been having more patience with it, especially now. Ever since he done turned three, this fool think everything is a joke. He want to make some little face or say something slick, and it just make me laugh. It's like, I can't even be mad at bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, all I can do is just laugh. So it's like, man. I'm gonna just let him be him. Same thing with Kyler, man. Like they all, they both got they, you know, they little personalities. I see myself when I was a kid in them, and I see some of like Taylor's dumbass, goofy personality shit in there, especially coming from Bryson. But hey, I guess I'm happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I, so more to the story is what we all got our little, you know, issues or grievances with our our fathers, but in the end, we want to be better dads than we had. Can we all, we all in agreement to that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. But my question is how many of y'all feel like you want to, like you feel the need to want to repair a relationship with y'all fathers. Do anybody feel like they, like they need that or they want that? I needed that. Like I said, I was like I saw like qualities of him and myself within my relationship and I didn't like that. So I tracked him down when I went to New York and you know I had that that man to man conversation with him, tell him how I felt. You know, he asked me if I ever felt like that he didn't love me and I told him straight up, yeah. Like plenty of times I feel like you didn't love me. And I, spe- and I was and I was specific about it's one night where he was at this party with me and my mom, but he didn't come with us. He was just coincidentally there, and he left without saying goodbye. And I'm like, damn, this nigga. And I'm just watching this nigga skirt off without even saying goodbye to his kid. I don't even know when I'm gonna see him. So that kind of like that kind of like made me shed a tear because it's like this nigga really don't care about me. Like and yeah, I was I was nine at the time. So what about y'all? What about the other two? Do y'all feel like y'all need or want to repair the relationship with y'all parents, or if it happens, it happens? I mean, for me, for I, even for both of my parents, I don't feel like it's a need. I mean, yeah, would I like to eventually in the in the future? Yeah, but I feel like with my mom, that shit is so far gone. It's like every time we do try to work on it or repair it. That shit, shit just goes south real quick because y'all know I'm petty. My mom is 10 times pettier than me. And like that shit blows my mind because I'm supposed to be your son. You my mother. Like we supposed to like at least have a cordial relationship. That Nah. So do I need it? Hell nah, I don't need that shit. But what I like to, yeah. You can make that happen. AJ, 
Somebody gotta stop being petty first. I'm just saying. I'm I'm not I don't even I'm not even petty towards my mom. The last the last time I saw her was uh we went to Atlanta for New Year's and this was what 2019 going into 2020. It was before COVID. And I saw my mom. We had a good little, you know, I think it was like two days I was there with her. We had some good times. We laughed, we talked, and all the issues that we had prior to, it was kind of swept under the rug. I didn't bring it up because I felt like it was pointless to bring that shit up. And she didn't because she was happy to see me. But it, it felt like as soon as I left, she started texting me some petty shit like, oh, she she texted me a video of, I guess it was t- two sons and a mother. One of the sons, I guess he was he was literally disrespectful to his mom. He would like push her and shit like that and kind of neglect her. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I never put my hands on my mom. I don't, like if she hit me up and she needs something, when we when we had a good relationship, it's not like I would ignore her or or anything like that. So it was like, why the why the fuck are you sending me this shit? Like, why? What is the point? And she would do that shit, and I'm like, if you're gonna continue to send me videos like this, I'm gonna block you. And what did she do? She sent me another one. And what did I do? I blocked her ass. <laughs> so it's like, so, okay, hey, I, I don't blame your pimp. I blocked my mom before too. I don't blame. So you. it's like. I'm I'm okay with putting my differences to the side and be like, you know what? I could accept my wrongs, but looking back at our relationship, I could really and honestly say that there I didn't purposely do anything to, you know, disrespect my mom or hurt my mom like that. But she would purposely do shit to disrespect me. Mm. And it's like, if you're gonna purposely do that shit, then what is the point of me even trying? Okay. That shit is, is pointless. I'm not. Nah, I'm not finna do that shit. Ain't even worth it. That, that. Mm-hmm. I feel too like I'm not finna keep fighting over nothing. Like I'm the son, bro. I play my role. Like I gotta learn things on my own. If you wanna step in and have some insight about it, alright, cool. But I mean. I don't know, bro. Like it ain't a need to repair anything. Like I don't. I wanted to say something, but I can't really speak about it on the podcast. So it's Man. just like I can't. I can't. I feel that out of respect. Yeah, out of respect. Like it's some things that's been done, bro. It's like, bro, are you really? Are you really a father? You feel me? Like who? Who would do that type thing? So. It's like our relationship is what it is. Some people be like, bro, like, your dad loves you regardless. That's why you do this. And some people be like, what? Your dad did that? So it's like, I'll just accept, bro, for what he is. I ain't got no problem with him. He's still here. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to enjoy him while he's here. That's all we can do. And then if if there was any time where we just didn't speak, like, all right, cool. We don't speak. Nah, no cap. I don't even like my my biological father. He texted me yesterday. See, he, man, I don't know, dog. I I feel like because it's like, bro, I ain't seen you since I was twelve. I'm twenty eight now. Like, bro, like I don't really have nothing to talk to you about. You feel me? Like when I when I first saw him when I. Back in, in Connecticut, back in 2018, 
Like, you know, he was saying hi to Tay and then he was saying hi to my boys and whatnot. And like, you know, giving them a hug and, you know, kissing them on the forehead. I low-key felt uncomfortable. You like, felt like it was fake? Nah, it's, it's just like, bro, they don't even know who you are. Like, you a whole stranger, bro. Like, yeah, I feel like it was a stranger, like, hugging on my kids. Like, because if I see a stranger hugging on my kids, get the fuck off my kids. Right. But it's like at the end of the day, that was that's his grandkids biologically. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I I just held my tongue. But you know that man almost got fired that day because goddamn <laughs> he worked at like a like a damn auto shop, and the line was like backed up because he was at the front desk. The line was backed up. <laughs> his boss came damn. out talking like, "Yo, what the fuck you doing?" <laughs> 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 it's like it's sad. Like our our children have like five papas, bro. <laughs> like that, I really be thinking about that, bro. Like R.I.P. to my grandfather, bro. Like I knew my grandfather and my other grandfather. He lived in East North Carolina. Like I know who he is, bro. Look like me. You feel me? Same fro and everything. So Ben Wallace. <laughs> That Ben Wallace, <laughs> bro, bro, look just like me. Like I don't see him as often. Like we, nah, we don't look like bro. We, <laughs> nah, he look like me, bro. Like, he, he the son. Nah. <laughs> but look, it's, it's like, bro, like even past our fathers, bro. Like my grandfather's, God rest one of my grandfathers. All he did was drink. He knew me. Like I would see him. And I think the reason why he wasn't with my grandma is because he drank. My other one in the nursing home because he drank. So <clears throat> my father and his brothers and sisters are disconnected from him because of that. And like everything, every little bit of trauma that they got from that, like they've taken out on me and my cousins and my brother, you know, like. Not saying let it go, but like learn from it. Like start reminding us how your life was and how we got it so great because this, this, this. Like just make it great. Like that's what I do for my kids. I don't, I don't know about y'all, bro, but life's short and I got a whole, I got a house with a whole house in the living room because Brooklyn wanted a house and I just bought her a house because she wanted it. And I don't care, like whatever they want, I'm gonna get as long as they're doing what they need to do. And uh they really grow up that way, whether they had it or not, you know what I'm saying? But they ain't asked to be here, so you gotta treat them the best way you can. That's fatherhood to me, whether you with the mom or not. You gotta be cordial with the mom. You you always gonna honor your child's mom, but the children shouldn't see anything that's harmful to them growing as a person. So I don't know. I do everything I can for. I feel you on that, dog. Especially you know you talking about you always got to honor the mom. I gotta tell Tay, man. God forbid we get a divorce. 
I'm still sliding in that thing. I don't care. That ain't what we're talking about. So. I ain't saying. I'm saying. We're not saying. I'm always having that ain't saying. Yeah. I ain't saying. saying all just, that, you talking nah. about respect. You talking about honoring her throne, bro. I'm talking about something else. Right? <laughs> you talking about honoring her nah, throne. I'm a, not I'm a, I'm a respect, <laughs> but at the end of the day, even if she got a whole nother husband, now you bugging. Uh, yeah, I ain't. I'm not be mad nah. at that man. Knock hey. your ass out. Shit. Shit. She fuck around and go get a big black Tyrone. That man gonna knock your stupid ass out. Yeah. Hey, BJ. BJ, let him know. And I'm gonna spin the block with the blicky. Stop playing, man. Carlos You should have just left his wife alone. All that muscle just to get blicked up by a nigga in some dirty white Air Forces. That gonna be me. Stop playing. I got a question, E. You talk about all this... um. The drinking on your on the men's side of your family, do you think that's what kind of led to you picking up the bottle? Yeah, bro. Well, no, hell no. I ain't gonna <laughs> tell that lie. <laughs> I mean, hell no. no. What baby? It's something. Up, in the, it's something in the jeans, though, right? It was the. It was the. No, it was the navy, bro. That's when I started drinking. Like I drank at eighteen. Like if I see them drink, bro, it pissed me off. But I drink. I went and picked my grandfather up one year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, so I, I picked my grandfather up. When, when was that, bro? We were still in June. I think it was like 2018. I went and picked him up from uh, Bellhaven, North Carolina. That was like two hours mm-hmm. from June. I picked him up, took him to Greenville to go see my auntie. And bro, bro went there and like, at first I was thinking, oh, I'm about to tear granddaddy up. I poured him up a shot. But, like, it turned him into a statue, bro. So it pissed me <laughs> off, bro. I was like, you drink, bro. Why are you? You feel me? But I feel like he was, he was like, a bad story about my grandfather. Like, bro was working. He was like a blue-collar dude. Like, he was working at, like, he was picking crabs and stuff like that. He worked at a crab. What you call that? A crab factory or whatever. Like, they don't make crab. A crab factory. <laughs> you know what they say, like, uh, a crab facility. So, he used to pick crabs and stuff. So, I think, like, the place went bankrupt and they gave him a settlement. But that's all he knew. So, bro, didn't really do anything other than that. So, one day, I know from stories, he got hit by a car. He got a settlement from that, but that disabled him a little bit to where he got to use a cane or whatever. So he never really did anything other than be in pain and drink wild Irish rose, bro. Like I know his drink because he would ask me to go get it for him when he lived in Charlotte for a little bit. I mean, maybe in a sense, I enabled him to get where he was because he used to live like three minutes down the road for me. So when I get off work, I'll go check on like, what you need, grandpa, whatever you need, some food. I'll bring him a cookout tray. And then he won that wild hours rose. I'll go get it. But I ain't, I ain't care. If I could get it, I'll get it. But as far as him and my other granddad drinking, like it ain't, but really it, it ain't like that, bro. Like I don't need to drink. Like I'll drink socially. I don't have to drink every day. Like how they did. Like they will drink until it's stroke time. Like they're going to the ER after that. But 
I mean, I'll turn up, bro. Like, I could do, y'all be making fun of me. Like, I could do, like, two months without it, bro. I'll save some money. You know what I'm saying? Don't be smart. Cool. When the I last time you did too, right? Hey, bro, no cap, dog. You my brother. I'm gonna hold you to it, man. Because sometimes I be feeling like you drinking excessively, bro, and I be really concerned. You drinking right now? Look, <laughs> you be drinking <laughs> every week on the podcast, bro. I'm sipping some tequila, bro. Did we say we was gonna do that? We said we was drinking. Motherfuckers switch up quick. Motherfuckers be drink, bro. It be y'all said we was gonna turn up. I nah, put you nights on Call of Duty. He be like, I can't see shit. I, I can't even see straight. <laughs> right. hey, I'm about to drop after this one. I'm too drunk. Yeah, that's some you. Days, hey, some days I just don't be having like, bro, like, for real. That's what I'm saying, though. Hey, you think that exactly. trait came down from them? It's probably hereditary. Yeah, it probably is. But my brother don't do it. It probably is. Skip a generation here. He probably skip, he skip a generation. Nah, for sure. nah, my man, brother I be, do his own thing, bro. Like, I be really concerned, man. I ain't go. Yeah, you know, worry about me, bro. I'ma always worry about you. Shut up. I'ma always worry about you. Come on, man. You know how you ain't gotta worry about me. I'ma always worry about your ugly ass, man. You my dog, man. I'm worried about everybody. That's how he is, though. He got that wall up, bro. Like. Like, he's so uh, care, bro. He want to care for everybody else. He'll call a check on everybody right. else. Mm-hmm. But like, he but can't check nobody care him. for him. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Yeah, I'm straight. That's one of his flaws, bro. He don't want yeah. nobody to care for him. He just want to care for everybody. My, my nigga drinking like he not I. Right. It's okay to not be okay. But just know you're going to be okay. You got people that love uh, you, bro. Everything going to see all right. Come on, man. I'll be knowing that be all right. Come on, man. Say it right. Come on, man. Nah, man. I'm be cooling. I'll be cooling, though. We be on the game casually. All you hear is that goddamn tequila bottle, that cork. Hear that bit of That shit squeaking it. Nah, but I ain't get to answer that question. I don't. Me personally, I don't feel the need or the want to repair a relationship with with bro. Like I saw him bro last week or the week before that at my sister's graduation. Like I ain't. He told me he was gonna kill me the next time he saw me, but when I saw bro, it just was like, oh, what's up, bro? Yeah, that extender on you, huh? <laughs> nah, I was laughing actually. Bro, was ah, damn. Yeah, I was laughing. You see, he got your ass. <laughs> That's the crazy part, because I told my big brother who was with me, I said, as soon as I see, bro, if he say something, I'm finna still off on his ass. Like, <laughs> I said, you gonna help me? He was like, nah, bro. He's like, I ain't gonna help you, bro. I can't let y'all fight. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you, because if bro say one thing wrong, I'm jo- he, he's smaller than me, too. Like, I'm gonna do his ass in, bro. I already told him. Before he so why you needed the help? <laughs> no, nah, I just wanted to know if he was gonna jump me. Jump <laughs> Oh God! You gonna steal up before just, you get a chance to reach it, just in case. Yeah. Nah, that's why I say, bro. I'm like, if he got that thing on him, he talking crazy. As soon as he say anything about any of that, I'm on his ass. Like, why don't write? <laughs> I'm on his At ass, your like, sister graduation, bro. I don't care where all the white that folk out there for be scared. And it's the University of Florida too. This motherfucking prestigious ass school. You yeah. I put my pants up. I'm like, shit. You tuck your shirt in your so pants, like, ain't you? Yeah, yeah uh, you had that suit on, man. Had you can't that get whole suit. Nah, but I just don't feel the need to repair a relationship with bro. Like, I've been that, going bro. this long without bro. Like, he, he, 
ain't gonna say he has a better relationship with my son, but he does like call my he he does call my son and he sent him gifts here. He got him an iPhone, iPad, ear what that shit called? The Apple AirPods. headphones that go in your ear. AirPods. AirPods. I caught me a pair the other day, man. I bet you them things, them things probably too big for Xander, bro. Bro, he sent my son a brand new Apple Watch. Oh, like I don't touch none of this shit. His grandpa get him because I want him. I want to give him the chance to be a grandparent, bro. Like if that makes sense, like I'm gonna give him the opportunity. So I don't, I don't fuck with none of his gifts and shit. Like you can call him as much as you want. Like don't get, don't pass me the phone because I'm gonna hang that bitch up. But you can talk (laughs) to him. Do you think that's him trying to kind of right his wrong that he did have with you? I can see that. Um, I can see that. He's getting older, bro, and his his, his liver and shit slowing down. So I think as he get older and sicker, he want to kind of be a better person, bro. But bro. my brother's still in high school, and this nigga don't even look after them. So I'm kind of confused. Like, I don't. But it's, it's more critical for it's more critical for him to take care of Xander than a high schooler, bro. Like he can yeah. he can win Xander over. He can't win the high school over. But you got. I think, think that's what it is, though. But if he already down that road for sure. But you got to think it could also be like, like you say, liver messed up. You know, he dying. Like he just trying to make a few things right before he kicked that bucket. Because I feel like my father on that same tip. Because this dude texts me. He's he's on my how how are you? And I don't know why he be like, please respond. Because he know I ain't gonna respond. <laughs> he got it all caps, bro. That nigga is needing attention. Please respond. He talking about tears in his eyes. He's talking about, you know, hi, how you doing? How the kids, how's the wife? And I said, This was yesterday. I replied, Hey, we're fine. Kyler turns five five on the twenty fourth. And that's all I said. And then he said, Wow. He said, Wow, already. Oh boy, before you know, it'll be time for them to go to college and You'll become a grandpa. I'm like, nigga, I'm only bro 28. What are you talking about? Bro, trying to give you some unnecessary game. <laughs> right. Come on, <laughs> then, Come on bro. And talk about you, you're going to become a grandpa. LOL, it's unfortunate. I'll be gone by then. I'm like, bro, you only in your 50s. What are you talking about? <laughs> Niggas, like, niggas bro, be doing the most for some sympathy. That's that what last piece, that last piece was unnecessary. But check on that king, bro. Like, that's what I. I that's what next time he texts me, I'm like, you alright? Like you dying or something? Like, ain't nothing wrong with texting him first, bro. I literally feel like, bro, I got to. Damn, bro, I hate this podcast. We will just be out here perishing <laughs> out. But the ugly truth. Think, Let's get it. Yeah, bro. Like three, probably like three weeks ago, bro. Like. I just got off a night of turning up and uh, I woke up like 11 o'clock and my grandmother texted me like, uh, your dad need to see you right now. Like, that's it. So I'm like, you in there. I'm like, all right, cool. Bro, I ain't even asked some questions. I got dressed, you know, went over there. <laughs> Bro, I get over there. And then it was like, uh, he was crying. He needed his boys. And I asked him which boys. He said the little ones. I'm like, first of all, we both fat as hell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, hey, we both got titties, bro. (laughs) 
You talking about Caden and Josiah, bro? The grandkids. That bro, that is. shit oh got me. You talking about Caden Josiah Israel? He is not talking about being there, bro. <laughs> I'm fucking crying. That shit got oh me so. Come on, weird. dog. Man, uh, <laughs> no, I didn't mean to be disrespectful. My bad, bro. Nah, that shit was supposed to be funny. <laughs> we went over there, bro. We chopped it up a little bit, and um, I mean. In reality, it was like, bro, we just need to talk. And then, like, that talking thing, like, they ain't going to tell you. They're not going to tell you that they want to hear from you. Like, you have to do it on your own. And they feel like they feel like because they're the father, they ain't got to reach out to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, to check on you. Sometimes, like, DJ, yours will go there smiling, try to be like, hey, how you doing, whatever, whatever. Seem like, but... I mean, mama go. He'll reach out for it, bro. I see some whole, whole, whole I see some miss replies in there. Whole, whole, whole like BJ, come Look on, at that. Oh, you dirty there, BJ. Bro. Come yeah, on, bro. Man, I, don't, I don't be having nothing to say to him, bro. It's like it's like for me, bro. This is just my opinion, though. Like, regardless of our relationship, like life short, bro. If if they're reaching out for information, they want pictures, this and that, like. I'm pretty sure our, our text thread full of full of pictures of the children. Like, but, hold hold on, see, and that's where I'm like stuck between a rock and a hard place because it's like my stepdad, you know, been in my life. He stepped up, like, and I'm like, that's his grandkids, you know, that's his grandkids. No, nah, for sure. So I feel like if I send my biological father, you know, pictures and shit of my kids, I feel like I'm disrespecting my stepdad. Send them both. I mean, he should he should already expect the fact that if you rebuilding a relationship with your biological father, that he's gonna get pictures of his grandchildren. I mean, neither one of them gonna be here forever, but I mean, why not send them to both? Even they they probably eventually could get cordial if your mother wanted that. But I mean, shit, my mom, my mom be pissed. Why are you sending him pictures of, of Kyler and Bryson? Because that's what I said. I've been telling them, you got to let that hurt go, sis. Like, come right. on. They're still a biological you want them to, father. Right. You want them to not know, like, not know who it is. Yeah, you're right. Like, that's something I have to deal with later on in life. You know what I'm saying? But... And honestly, bro, the more, the more stories I hear, not saying that this got anything to do with your relationship, BJ, with your parents, but. A lot of times, bro, the black mom be pushing our dads away, bro. Like, oh, your mama crazy, or oh, your mama didn't want me around, or oh, your mama this, like, oh, your mama always starts some shit every time. Like, so I stayed away because I didn't want to have to deal with your mama. Like, it's a lot of situations, bro, where our moms be, well, not our moms, but why black moms be the reason that My black mom. fathers stay away, bro, because they don't want to deal with them crazy ass motherfuckers, bro. Like, yeah. Black moms really be on some nut shit. On some I literally feel like that's why my dad kind of avoids the conflict with his my mom and then his ex wife because because of that shit. Because he knows what your he... mom Queen Petty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord knows, shit. My fucker don't be wanting to deal with that shit, bro. Like as a man, like I don't be wanting to deal with women that be on that crazy shit, bro. Like nah, nah I'm gonna just stay away, bro. You ain't wrong because that definitely crossed my mind a few times. Like growing up when I was in high school, especially, and my mom be tripping and shit. Like I be thinking, like that's probably, that's probably why my dad, like let, like you know, 
cheated on her. Cause honestly, me, man. Hey, don't, don't say know. that. Don't say no shit like that. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, what he said what he said, about, bro. He said what he said. I don't, that's I'm, not. I'm, you don't put those two together, bro. I'm dead ass, bro. Like, cause you talking wow. about a twenty year gap on behavior? You tripping, bro? Like, if old me, bro, if I had, if I had a shorty that was on that type of time, like my mama, I'm cheating too. I'm sorry, bro. My mom has, <laughs> my mom has been married like four times. I want to say three, four times, and I know it because my mom. She expect everything to go her way and nothing, nothing other than that. My mom is super petty. Like, lady, I see why. Like, <laughs> it's sad. It's, it's sad. But no, it's like, come on, up out of there. like you gotta, you gotta realize a lot of people are trying to get away from you because maybe it's you. Exactly. Like Have you told that to her. I don't even talk to my mom to tell her that. Like, no, I'm just saying. Like, have you ever told her that in general? Nah. Because the conversation don't ever get to that point. I feel like Bro, and I should. think about my granddad's now that he mentioned his granddad's with the drinking and shit. Like, I don't know. I feel like I ain't have a good relationship with my grandfathers either. Like, my mom's father was strung out on crack for as long as we can remember since that epidemic in the 80s. So he's been a crackhead. He just died last week. And then... R.I.P. R.I.P. Rest in peace. My dad's dad... My granddaddy Glenn, that motherfucker was a pimp. So like, you would only see his ass every now and then when he pop up, bro. So I don't know, bro. I feel like my grandfather's want shit, my daddy want shit, like, and then my grandfather's ever had no stories and no pictures of their dad. So I'm like, damn, how far back that shit went? And now you have the opportunity to flip the script with your son. Be the fuck change that you want to see. Oh, wow. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But it's still fuck the kids. Though. Nah, sometimes, no, ain't no plan. Sometimes they fuck them kids, man. <laughs> nah, man. Ugly truth. Fuck them kids. Bro, we just went grocery shopping. Why Bryson finished a whole gallon of milk? Because he loved eating cereal. That motherfucker going to turn into a cow. You keep on. Bryce, exactly. Bryson could eat three bowls of cereal, bro. <laughs> That's all he want to eat. He don't want to eat nothing we cook. He don't want to eat. He wants cereal. You better put some water in that shit. Bruh. Can you look like you're supposed to drink a whole gallon in a day? Yeah, that's... But he a kid, know, though. safe? I don't know why you're looking at me like that, E. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, look at his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> DJ got me for show, for show. <laughs> Both of them niggas drinking a gallon a day, boy. Cows. I'm fucking asking questions, bro. Hey, the cows over there in Virginia, over that motherfucker, starving. Them sneakily over there. They're like, please stop the jeans from drinking milk. And we bought three gallons of milk. We already down to one and a half. Who the fuck ever has to do that, bro? I'm sorry. Did y'all go grocery shopping today? Nah, it was last Friday. Oh, when has when a nigga ever had to buy three damn. gallons of fucking milk? I remember one. Bro, that now one, we get two at a time. That one go time. quick, fucking around with these two eating cereal, bro. But, but how? Them some little niggas, bro. My mom did two at a time when we was in high school and shit with one bro. elementary school kid. And Y'all niggas is bugging. I don't know. And I made them some, some mac and cheese and whatnot today. So I had to use some milk. Oh yeah, that's understandable. For the other meals in between, you gotta put that in there because you just 
<clears throat> you just said that shit like they just sipping that shit up. Yeah. Me, I got, got I got huh? Go ahead. Yeah, I got one little thing I gotta get off my chest, man. So you know my baby is doing about a month. Tell me why the hospital out in town that my girl is going to, they don't allow anybody else to be there. Mm-hmm. Just the mom. So me as the father, like I can't even be in the delivery room even after she had a baby. I can't even be there. Like huh? even after she has a baby, you can't. I be can't there? be there. Period. That's wild. I ain't never heard of shit with COVID. Yeah. Come on, yeah, fam. I know China doing some shit like that too. There were some places in the states that was doing that too. Like motherfuckers could not be there because. But that was when COVID, COVID was like really prevalent. Exactly. That's when that shit just started up. But it's like, come on, bro. Come on, like, bro. You, you, you vaccinated. You got, you can be masked up, man. Like, oh. I would take a test. I would quarantine. I would do everything. They like, all, nah, all more of a reason for you to goddamn come back to the States. And, and that, nah, I hit that bitch out real quick before I leave. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. That shit. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's... What you gonna do? You just gonna you can't even come to the hospital? Exactly. I can't get the face out gonna... Yeah, that's that's it. Man, my dog trying to be in there doing them vitals. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to see what the what the nurses looking waiting. like. Like, hey, hold on, you do the ballad right? Right. The app. Oh, you know, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You might be right, yeah, but you might save yourself some stress at the same time. Oh God! No, nah, but she's gonna be there by herself. Like, I don't care. It's not about her. Wow, it's about the baby. Is she really by herself though? Cause that nurse in there every Q three, Q thirty minutes. Yeah. But she ain't fucking the nurse. She ain't having a baby she, with the nurse. This man ain't either. Nobody want no roast beef at the time, bro. Oh, after that? <laughs> oh, you talk no. BJ talk about currently. I'm oh, gonna talk about okay. after the baby come. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. let that shit rest. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. let that shit get yeah, back right. Uh, she ain't. Like, <laughs> she, about, oh, okay. She needs her, her. She needs her man there, man. She don't need me. Come on, man. man she good. I'm. I'm more concerned about not being there for like my child coming into the world. Right. That's whack. My dog that need is. to cut the umbilical cord. Yeah, that's kind of sorry though. Like, yeah, that's, that's trash as hell. No skin to skin, no nothing. Right. Yeah, because I, I don't even know if I want to do skin to skin yet. I ain't got I ain't got the chest looking right. I ain't want that nigga to latch on to me or nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm a, like, ain't going to do skin to skin for a little minute. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I ain't do skin to skin with my kids, bro, because I ain't want nobody to see my kids. <laughs> I don't know why you finished yeah. that sentence, bro. <laughs> I was hoping you would shut the fuck up. You could have let that shit ride. Yeah, oh, I don't know why man. you just said that, bro. It's Please a safe place, man. man. Ugly truth, man. I'm going to tell my yeah. truth, man. I don't care what anybody think, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate y'all for getting in here. Yes. Man, if you made this far, thank you for tapping in, man. Like we said, a thousand streams, man. We happy that y'all actually fucking with us for real. Like, don't be afraid. Man, tell your folks. Hit that like button, hit that bell, share this, share all of it. Episodes one through 14, 15, if you're listening to this. And it's the Ugly Truth Podcast. 
We got BJ, Dom, AJ, and Kiso. And we out.